0: Diversity, bring it. The struggle,
1: we welcome it. Snooze on life? Never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perelli. And this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 138. As always, I'm in the booth with the big three Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, Regina, dressed in all black today. Death row. Because I am about to murder this ish. <laughs> tough, <laughs>
0: tough start to a podcast. Right. <laughs> it's a tough start. Oh, man, Michael, how the hell are you, my brother? I'm good. I, I, Every time I hate to say it, we have a monitor here because CV he has this unbelievable rig. Yep. I look death. I look like a, I look like a 1970s uh, what do they call those people vampire at this at this tone of skin. I know it's bad, It's right? real bad. You look decent mm. like usual. Well, I
1: mean I hit the tanning bed. I think that it's time. our
0: dark features. Like dark eyebrows, dark hair make everything look pale.
1: Yeah, and we just look white, right? Yeah. I know. But
0: other than that I'm doing well. Other than looking half dead, I look <laughs> pretty good.
1: Thriving, baby. I've actually
0: been sleeping pretty good. Okay, don't jinx I feel like it. You look a different person. Don't knock, jinx knock. it. We had a I'll call it a hat trick of good sleep. Ooh. I feel like a new person. Unbelievable! A little pep in the step. Wow. This is my only first coffee of the day. Okay, unbelievable! I feel great. What That's about
1: good. you? Yeah, you know, I got. Um, I feel good today, but I had some. Uh, I had some rough
0: news at the beginning of the week. Uh, can we start a podcast without any negative news? This, it, CV, is it too much to ask that Dave doesn't bring down the, the mood here for a podcast? <laughs> well,
1: well, well it, it's reality, right? It's life. So you know, things go on, and you know, so somebody who's extremely, extremely close to me. I mean, you can't be any closer than my buddy Chance.
2: Chance oh, Reg,
1: Jesus. yeah, Chance Don't Reg. Tell me that. Um, he has been, he will be thirteen this year, and he's tattooed on my chest. I've had him since he was five weeks old. I bring him to the vet because I knew he he hasn't been, he hasn't been the best. You know? He hasn't been good for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, but but for. His his legs and stuff were messed up, right? Yeah. Um, was that
0: just like a pit bull thing,
1: or no? So they they had mentioned that he like basically tore an equivalent of what the ACL would be. Yeah. But to repair it was like ten grand and only a fifty percent chance of full recovery. So I'm like, well, sorry, bud. Like, you know, we'll put him on medication. We'll keep him as comfortable as possible. This was like five years ago. Yeah. Um. So he's been slow ever since. But he's he's. Kicking it's around, lively. he moves good. He yeah. he's reactive to stuff, but in the middle of the night, he's been uh, kind of like not panting, but kind of like you know when you roll over and you're trying to get comfortable, you're like, uh, uh, like ah, yeah, yeah, like that. Um, so I, I wanted to bring him, and you know what came back was his your your liver enzymes for the dog is supposed to be between twenty and two hundred, and he's at two thousand. So basically, I said to the vet, I'm like, well. What happened? Every time I take a drink, it goes to his liver? Like, what are we, what's going on? Uh, But he's been on prednisone for the past five years because of the other issues that are going on. And prednisone is very hard on the liver. Mm. So there's definitely, you know, a level of uncomfortability for him that's there. And he basically told me, you know, he does not have too much longer to live. And he said, unfortunately, he's not going to have like a heart attack and he's not going to just like, he doesn't believe. It's because be every a other instant. organ, no, every other organ is healthy. Mm. So he doesn't believe that he's just going to, you know, peacefully go one day. So he's like, you're going to have to make the decision oh of when, of when to bring him in. And I was like, wow. And I was crushed, you know, but I also did, I, I did a lot of mental prep work before because I, you know, your dog, you know, and, and I told myself, listen, if he's at this level now, I can sustain this for however long he can go. But if he takes like you know another step or two in in that decline direction, then I have to I have to do what's what's right.
0: Yeah, and humane, obviously, right? Because it can be hard for you. But then also, it's like they're suffering so much.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it's tough bringing you know. I, I I am dreading bringing him in, oh, so yeah. I actually googled um a couple companies, and it's called Paw- like Ubers Pause at Peace. They no, pick not, him up on Uber, bro. Dude, you no. better bring him in. No. If you just send someone no. to pick him up to bring, no, him, no, it's no, like, no, no, right, no. it's the opposite of that. It's called like Pause at Peace, where they actually come to your home in their space and oh, you know, that's nice. They, they put the dog down in so a, in a peaceful like... way. Yeah, um, put the dog to sleep first, and then obviously you yeah. know put him out. But ve- I mean. T- it's horrible stuff. Like, and then knowing we all know eventually we're gonna go right. But if a doctor told you tomorrow that you either had two, this is pretty much what he told me. It could be two days, two months, or two years. Hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a. Rough. He's like, I know. I. Just, he's like, I can't tell you when. You know, it's just gonna be. Yeah. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this is this is really out of control. So he's been he's been okay. You know, since that appointment, it was funny. He actually came home. I actually sent the video to uh, to Claudio. Um, he came home from the doctor, and he has a girlfriend right next door. little little one year old. Um, she is a mix, but she's she's crazy. So basically, their relationship is they make out through the fence. <laughs> Right, literally. She runs around crazy, jumps all over the place, and Chance just sits there and watches her. Sounds like my childhood. <laughs> exactly. Making out so, with people through yeah, fences. Making out with, with old, old ladies through the fences. Because <laughs> that, that, that's what he's doing. But he's making out with the younger lady. Yeah.
2: Um, so the he,
1: lady. he's the man. But- so it was nice to see, but I, I basically drew up a story in my head that he, like, came and he, like, kind of reported to her, like, you know, this is what's going on. And then they started making out. And, you know, then he was walking away all, like, sad and was like, you know, we don't have much longer. And it was just it was a whole whole movie I made up in my head. But, yeah. you know, I also have to protect Callie, too, because, yes. you know, she loves she loves Chee Boy. And um, he's he's a huge <laughs> Chee Boy. Yeah. And I don't know where that started because she knows how to say Chance now, but she couldn't at first. So she would call him Chee. Uh-huh. Chee, cheese. that's great so now it's chi boy that's what she calls him um but she throws the dolls at him she sits down with him and he's very patient with her he yanks her tail so i gotta keep that level but i never want to put him in any uncomfortable space um so i i don't know you know that's the update i don't really have talking at the heartstrings part. here yeah i know the dog is like worse than people right it's tough
0: i find myself thinking about it more often now even though pd's like four years old mm-hmm. we forgot his birthday this year because we've been under it but Great. He's a little, you know, he's a little on the obese side for a dog. So he might have a shorter lifespan. (laughs) Oh, you know, love him to death. But part of me is like, you know what, he could be perfectly lean and live fifteen years. But if he has a good run and he eats like an animal, he's probably happier. So me and my boy Pete, you know, holding strong. (laughs) Yes. Um, Um, but the uh brother Chris tells a story all the time about how Dina couldn't bring Coco to get put down, their their childhood dog. Yep. Um, and how he was the one holding the Coco's hand. And just, like, making jokes through the whole thing oh, to make man. everyone calm, you yep. know? But, yeah, it's tough stuff. I've found, I don't know if you feel this way, becoming a parent, um, I've become more emotional about everything. Yes. When you tell stories like that, yes. I then jump to not only the dog, but the kids, my mortality, you know, thinking about when I'm going to go. Hopefully, I go before everyone else goes, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Yeah.
1: You become more- uh, Who do you think going to live longer, Mirio?
0: This is a fun game to play. If yeah. you ask people, you can really figure out if they like you or not. I think if I, they hit you with the I'm definitely living longer, I think, it means they hate put, you. Put put this in the book, CV. I think I got Mike by four years. You know what? I <laughs> think you're big you're a big boy. You're you, a big You boy. lift heavy. <laughs> I think you're gonna use too many miles too early, and I'm just walking my way past you. <laughs> um but you know what? If I do have to put you down, yeah. I'm happy to do all so. All right, all right, good. All
1: yeah, right? just just keep it a, a nice humane way. You know, I've seen some some you, I'm gonna terrible just keep videos
0: putting protein in your Dude, mouth until you I, overflow.
1: I see these kids. They lift uh, you know, this heavy weight, and then the, the bar falls oh on God. them, and then the weight is clamped, and the barbell chokes oh. them out. It's crazy, crazy stuff. I hope I don't go like that. Could happen. Uh, but a gym by McGowan. the way, if you saw the Insty story today, I mean, I'm caking 275 on close grip, 315 close grip. I mean, light stuff. You wouldn't know these numbers. But, fake you know, weights. Fake weights. I got to call Level and be like, where'd you get your fake weights? Davey, fa- Davey fake weights and uh, Mikey Munchkins. Mikey Munchkins. Um, Good form, though. Right? Listen. Um,
0: Wait, can we go to you? Do you have anything else morbid you want to share? No, no, no. We're going Happy. No, Shadow Chance, one of my favorites. Fun fact, uh, one party at your house, a lot of good parties. I'm like, where'd Dana go? Like, where's Dana? Where is Dana? I go into the other room. She is asleep in bed with Chance, like laying on top of the poor dog. So, <laughs> yeah. Shadow Chance would be my wingman for a long time.
1: Uh, final story on that. So, uh, Brother Chris, right? <laughs> Funny dude, this was when Dana and I were living together, right? Yeah, it was Dana, yeah. Karina, and I. Not just Dana and I, you know what I meant. Uh, let's see. <laughs> well, you know. That's all right. <laughs> uh so we're we're um we're in our room and Chris is Chris's uh, Dana's brother. She, I I don't believe she was there. So Chris just stayed in the house. He's like, Oh, I'm in the city, you know, why planes is close. You mind if I crash? Whatever. <laughs> so he's watching a show and he said, Chance got in bed with him and started licking his face. And he's like, Well. He didn't stop licking my face. So he said, then it was like kind of a long time. He said, so I'm going to see how long, how long he's going to lick my face. And Chris reported something absurd. I think it was like 40 minutes of Chance
0: just sitting there licking his entire face. He did the same thing with Petey. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that story. I went weird. off to work, came back, same position, <laughs> Petey still licking him.
1: Yeah, it's very funny, man. But uh, yeah, you know, good stories like that. But um, Chance, right now, unbelievably, has been with me in every single place that I've lived. Um, you know, on our own. Uh, the first apartment in White Plains. Yeah. This is very Dave Regina esque. I don't know if you've heard this. So it was an apartment complex that said you can't have dogs. So I got a pit bull, and I tried to hide them for as long as possible. Can <laughs> <laughs> so you hide a pit bull? They kicked me out. So then we moved. <laughs> so then we moved back to Stanford. Yeah. Chance came with us there. Yeah. Then moved back to White Plains. Chance was there. Then I had the house in Hastings.
0: Dumb question. Where would Chance go? Isn't he your dog?
1: No, but I'm saying the- <laughs> TV, for, no, 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 for no, no, no. But for me as an adult, my point is I've moved around so much. Got it. And when I look at the amount of years, he's been with me in every adult phase of got my him, life. Got
0: it, got So it. then we had the house in Hastings and then the house in, in Mohegan. He's been to every single <laughs> place that I've ever moved. I know. I was just thinking it how funny is if you're like, yeah, we went to Stanford, Chance State in White Plains. You <laughs> call it this spot. Yeah, exactly. No, I get what you're saying uh but yeah man sad
1: stuff but you know i am uh i'm i'm okay i everybody's kind of you know they were worried about me um but i have been just embracing moments with him you know kind of laying there get making him a little extra you know more comfortable i have been giving him steak i'm not gonna lie i didn't really do that in the past and now i'm like f it absolutely a hundred percent and i put cheerios i put cheerios in his in his bowl has my man ever had truffles no, maybe
0: give him a little truffle. Chocolate kills happens. dogs, Mike. Truffles, truffles, <laughs> truffles—not chocolate. No, you're thinking of uh, chocolate, chocolate truffles. Oh, okay. But truffles is like what, like what is truffles? It's like a, a type of mushroom. Forbadeum type, type thing. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the story. You got oh yeah, yeah. Before we get into it, <laughs> Dave is a good public speaker. He's very articulate. He's a smart dude. Sometimes <laughs> he'll use words and speak so confidently. <laughs> And use them incorrectly. So, for example, he said, Forbatum upstairs. Yeah. And me and CV started laughing immediately. And I'm like, If no one notices this stuff, they would just (laughs) let it slide. And then we were talking to Dave that it's verbatim. And he's like, Oh, you know, whatever. And he's like, Tomato, tomato. (laughs) And that's how he skated over it. A
1: 100% though. It's two
0: different letters though. It's not like, It's it's not like verbatim versus verbatim. Like, that's tomato, tomato when you change the inflection.
1: So, Forbatum
0: verbatim like if you said kind of, forbade for bottom for tomato tomato it's kind of the same thing but I that know. was I, that follow-up was one of the funniest things i've ever heard <laughs> is when you make a mistake just go eh, tomato tomato and then just go to the next thing
1: but i was i was so confident in so it because I, I i i mean the way that i used it was correct but yes. then i was like what's wrong and yeah. they're like that is not how you say it and yeah. i'm like no verbatim <laughs> and they're like no it's verbatim and i'm yeah. like wait but I think I would
0: spell it and properly. Verbatim's like a word that you use when you do have a little of vo- a vocabulary. <laughs> so it's even funnier that you used it correctly with the wrong you know? But you're I mean, uh, my vocab's awful, so I give you credit. Listen, the big articulation is yeah. the new nickname. The big articulate.
1: <laughs> oh man. All right. So this is now before we get into uh we're going to talk about questies. Um, we're going to answer some questies that came in. That means questions, by yes, the way. Yes. If,
0: you, if you've gotten this far into our <laughs> our, our right. trajectory and you don't know the the slang, then right?
1: Leave. But we're going to give you another dose of real life. So, Claudio, the voice of Valenzuela, with the hand motions here. Yeah, get, <laughs> him, get him, get him. Moving get him. like hormose. The hibachi chef. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, <laughs> you know, he he. Uh, we kind of put him on a spot last week, and you know, then he embraced it and said, "You know, I'm going to come with an update." And big, big text over the he weekend. He sent us a text message where he what was. What day was that? He was, it was last Friday.
0: Was it last Friday? Yeah, he was
1: rather hyped in the text message, saying like, and I could tell because this is what happens to me. As soon as you finish that workout, Ooh, you're pumped, endorphins, right? Everything is kicking. You're creative. You're going. You're moving, and and you feel good. You feel accomplished. Yep. So he's like, "Yo, guys, listen, I'm, I'm reporting. You know, some bad news. I gained a couple lbs over the week, but I'm back, and I am reporting. You know, when we record next week. Mm. So we left it at that." Oh, he and did then
0: say that. what he did say that. He did. Yep, but he said right.
1: he did say that it was, you know, he had a, he, it's not like he was like, I lost weight. He no, was no, just no. like, listen, I, yep. I gained a couple of LBs, yep. but your boy is it back. It was a positive I'm spin, get, for correct. Sure. Correct. Absolutely. So Sorry to interrupt. we want to check in with Claudio the Voice, Valenzuela. Talk to us, CV.
2: My favorite member of No Sues, by the <laughs> right. way. No offense. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off the band-aid quick because this is <laughs> <it's> hurting. <laughs> so there was a 20-pound gain. From I guess the lowest that I'd gotten to, so which which is how long? However, how long? Uh, it was December. I Are think. you talking twenty? LEDs it was before in 20 the twenty days. No, you no, 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 it was it was before the holidays. I think the last time I weighed myself was like somewhere early December. And then obviously the... You know, okay, so the we went down past, 60, we gained 20, um, so now we're 55, down... 55, stop making it so big. <laughs> oh, okay, 55. Round up, okay. you can round up. Yeah. No. For the positive so stuff, you
1: round up. So if it was 55, technically it's 100. In this case, it doesn't,
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't yeah. apply that well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you were up
2: 55. I mean,
1: uh, you down no, 55, 55, gained 20 till yeah. basically last week. This is last week. Math, yeah. right? Yeah. So then you were at a total of 35 oh, pounds 35, loss. Yeah. So we asked you after your excitement so hold on yeah you initiated okay okay
2: so i knew i knew that i wanted to text you guys with an update just so you guys would know when i saw it i was kind of it hurt my feelings i'm not gonna lie however the reason i wanted to also text the you know the the running or the walking portion and that stuff was because we had just had the conversation about how 4.0 and the 4.5 and it was almost like it was questioned that i maybe i'm not doing it that fast so i just Took a couple pictures. You're flying 4.5, and, and I think I even went up a little higher. Which I it was like 4.8 up until that. was a lot. Yeah, I think I made it to five. I didn't take a picture of that one. I don't but, know how. that's And possible. that was just you walking, fall off. And it was only like no, I mean you know <laughs> you look, you look <laughs> like <laughs> those <laughs> weird people that walk really fast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> All right.
0: That. Listen, you don't have to do this publicly. Can you send us a video of you walking? Because <laughs> oh, I want to p- see the pace. Like you know I'm so curious. No, now. it's fast. It's Mike fast.
1: walks on 1.0 CD. You know, dude.
0: I take videos and I'm like by
2: 1.4 he's. I take videos and I'm like man,
0: I must be flying. And then I look and it looks. Looks like I'm confused as I'm lost like <laughs> on, my, on my treadmill.
2: Are you able to text when you're um, walking? Um, Yeah, like I have. thrown yeah, emails and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> write an email, he yeah, said. 4.8. <laughs> like, I can't even, I can't touch anything. Okay. Yeah, so I'm you're moving flying. so fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't touch anything. Yeah, okay. I usually put the phone down and I just go. Um, So I wanted to show, because I wanted to show that at the very least, the working out has been fairly consistent. Yeah. You, you, you wouldn't be able to walk at that pace right. and, and hold it or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted to show that at least as a, you know, progress, you know, yeah, something 100%. positive. The eating has been the other part. So I was all excited. So I sent the text. I was not excited about the 20 pounds, but I was excited to show you guys that there was at least progress in the walking. So it's not just I'm not doing 1.0 or 1.4. Hey, hey, <laughs> it a, a little bit <laughs> hey. faster than that. So I was kind of OK. Um, so that was then. Um, so, yeah, in my mind, I was like, OK, I got to buckle down. I got to do the right thing. We got to go short short season around the corner. Yeah. Well, this week has been a, a, a struggle of a week Okay. because that very same weekend, my sister-in-law came into town uh, from North Carolina. God damn it. And it was her birthday weekend. Oh, and Christ. every single Sweet. instance that we had, there was <laughs> eating deliciousness and just abundance and <laughs> An abundance. And, and it was a three day weekend mm-hmm. and it was extremely difficult to attempt to start anything yep. new with the eating. So then I was like, "All right, fine." She she leaves on Monday. It's the week now. He's like pushing her out the door. <laughs> it's the no, yeah. Well, I thought you know, but take no, your no. goddamn <laughs> snacks <laughs> with, yeah. you. Take these week with you. This week is a baby. little different because my schedule is not the norm. It's changing for a week because we have uh, there's a there's a break and we have our programming is different. So I'm early at work every day now. Um, on top of that, I have a a, a documentary or a show recce as well. Mm. Um, I've been I dove deep into this new series that I love, the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know if you guys yeah, are familiar yeah. with who that is. Yeah. For those of you that don't, it's an awesome hip-hop band back in the, you know, late 90s or something like that.
0: We have hip-hop fans.
2: And they have yeah, um, they have a new documentary that, or a new series that came out. And, you know, I heard about it some time ago, but I never really got into it. And I, and I got into it, and I got super into it. So this week, on top of having to get up earlier... And on top of all the uh, the day things going on, I've been also, like, coming home, like, rushing to get home because I'm not going home that early either to watch it. And I'll watch it. And I'll binge a little bit. And then we're going to bed. And we're going to bed a little bit later, waking up a little bit later, struggling every day. So it's been it's been a struggle. The food has been a struggle. Even the working now has been a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. I haven't been consistent this week at all. I think I've worked every other day, kind of. Um, and the food, um, we went on trips. So we we go on trips, it's hard for me to kind of prep. So I don't prep. I just eat whatever we can find and... So it's not been good. I got to be honest. I didn't weigh myself today because I was like, F this. Just, I'm going to start a new after this weekend because we have a couple of engagements. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's tough, man. The engagements are tough. I, I want to be like nothing. I don't want to talk to nobody. Let me be disciplined for at least a couple of weeks. So the uh, document. Mandate man- off. I'm Mandate good. off. There you go. Moving on. <laughs> Abby, Abby, let's go.
0: This, the Wu-Tang, have you, um, do you ever do it on the treadmill? Like watch what you want on the treadmill? Remember, I was telling no. you I do that. Yeah. So like, if I get yeah. into like, I've been watching this show. full I've swing been watching something else. I, I just started too. Incredible. Did what,
1: you what watch show? the one on Tony? Uh, what's his Soprano? Fina, Fina. No, 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 no. Yes, finale. Uh, no, I didn't get there. Oh, yet. I started crying. It's the next one. I think. Oh is it tough? Love.
0: He's he's great. What happens?
1: It, no, he's just he's a family man. No one's a, a okay, so nobody's happens? listening. <laughs> no one's so this listening. is that this is the Guys, P- spoiler alert. Yeah, PGA... If you've watched full swing don't listen. Right. To right so it's basically a documentary on PGA Tour with all the Done, top golfers. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. Like the
0: storyline telling I love. Right. Because it it tells you about the person, yes. but then it shows you why they're so elite. Right. It's great.
1: So you're toast with this next episode. <clears throat> so Tony Finau is basically You know, he's one of the top golfers in the world, but he was always so good. I think he won two PGA events, but not any, not majors. So then it became like, oh, well, why isn't Tony winning majors, right? And basically what it came down to is he's the only golfer that really was bringing his family along. He's got like five kids, his wife, uh, they're from uh, Samoa, Mm -hmm. right? So they're like very family oriented. She had lost her father during that year. So he's like, "Listen, I need my wife with me." But so they were slaughtering him. Like, you know, he's so unfocused. He's got his kids on the tour cuz Tiger Woods, if you ask Tiger about his kids, he's going to be like, "Yeah, they're good." And just keep it moving. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Rory um uh, McIlroy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, had Look asked at us, golf guys had had asked Tiger actually on tour like about his kids because and he was so excited. He's like and Tiger literally looked at him and just kept walking down the fairway. Yeah. So Tony Finau is the complete opposite. As soon as he you know makes a putt or something, he looks at his kids, he high fives them, he brings them snacks while he's actually golfing. Yeah. So they they constantly got at him for being too much of a family man and not a professional. And he turns that around. Uh, but as he's telling the story, he's
0: crying. I mean, it's it's good luck to you. There's so there's no like good luck to you. That's, that's oh he
1: wins. He catches a couple doves.
0: He, he's you know he's, what it? Is? Yeah, he focused. <sighs> There's been a couple that have been tear jerkers. The I'm telling you that boxing one where he lost his daughter and he told yes. his daughter he was gonna be champion in the world and yes. he wins the champion. I was like yeah. it was bad. It ruined my whole morning. Yeah.
1: Um and Finau, too is he's, he's real cool because he's from Utah and they had no money. And he they were watching Tiger Woods when uh, this was obviously twenty years ago. Um and his dad you know, said, well, how can we figure out how to play golf? We got no money. So he set up a mattress, put it upright, and allowed the kids to hit into this mattress. Into mattress. So they went back to the old house, and they showed the garage, which still has all the golf balls. <laughs> yeah, And they never knew
0: golf. Yeah. And now he's one of the top pros in the world. The The other crazy thing I'll mention is when you watch the documentary, it's so interesting to see that there's like 150 guys. And they all say, like, any of them at any given point can win. Yes. So can you imagine playing in a basketball game and being like, depending on the day, any of these 156 guys are going to score the most points, yep. which is a crazy yep. concept. Because usually it's four or five guys are the best in the world Right. versus, like, it changes every week who the best player is. Did
1: you watch one on Joel? Joel is the guy who no, no. lost his mom. Yes. Lost yeah. his mom. And, and he's, he's so casual. He's super oh, yeah, casual. Yeah. He,
0: he didn't even want to play like the, the round to get in. And then it's it's amazing. <laughs> he doesn't
1: he doesn't like to train hard. Right. And he's basically like somebody's got to be the 70th best yeah, golfer in the world. But his caddy is like trying to be in his ear like, "Yo, you could be one of the best in the world, man. Like yeah. you just got to turn it up a notch. And he was just always very nonchalant, nonchalant. But he's having a kid. Um, yes, he is having a kid now. So it's going to change things. And he's a little bit more motivated. Uh, but, yeah, if you if you haven't checked that out, even if you don't know anything about golf, because they yeah. even explain some things, too. They explain what
0: a par is, a birdie is, a bogey is. Uh, so it's really it's a good documentary. I enjoyed it a lot. It makes me want to play golf, mm-hmm. but it also makes you just enjoy, like, how good these guys yes, are.
1: Yes, right. Um, you know what else I watched, too? Last thing. Pamela Anderson documentary. <laughs> Pam, what's her name? Yeah, Pam. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee.
0: Yeah, Pam and Tommy. A love yeah. story or something. But, right?
1: no, it's just Pamela Anderson. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, I, didn't I mean, that. they tell a story of Tommy Lee, but he's not in it. But it's really good. Is it? Really good. Highly recommend. Um, CV, let them know where you get this protein at and then hit us with Questy
0: numero uno. Bet you it's Orgain.
1: <laughs> we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code nosnooze 30 Again, that's snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back
2: to the epi. All right, so for this week, question number one. Let me get get my notes up. What is the key to a successful morning routine? I have tried many routines, and none of them seem to stick longer than a month. It's longer than Mike. It's
0: true.
1: It's true. (laughs) You
0: made it. What do you mean? Uh, The key is to not have any kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stay kid-free. Kid-free.
1: You want to start, or you want me to go?
0: No, type in. Type in.
1: So what is the basically the question is what is a key, what is the key to a successful morning routine, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um I I've, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately because you know, so many changes in your life can really alter the routines that you have in the morning. But for me, I'm most successful when I begin to think about my morning routine at night. Which is a big difference Damn, because that's good. It, it, it honestly, oh, really? <laughs> it really took, is. You took my I've uh, tried many words right out of my mouth, that, guys. <laughs> For, verbatim life hack, yeah. someone
0: has a good answer, you be like, You took my you answer, you took my answer, yes, yeah, <laughs> because so you true. see it and then you can claim it, it's right? Genius. Right,
1: right. But I feel like you can't, this is what I find, you can't wake up and react. You have to be able to plan and visualize the night before, especially when you have kids, because I mean. I'm at the level now. This is what I do, right? I literally prep my podcast the night before that I'm going to listen to, which as soon as I wake up, I throw it in my ear. It's Joel Osteen, right? So that's... I'm serious. <laughs> I
0: don't mean to laugh. No, just, but that's, it's it's that, that, that's what it
1: is, though. Um, my water is already in a bottle on the nightstand, so I literally get up, drink it on my way to the bathroom. My clothes for the gym are already picked out. My work bag is already prepped. My coffee is next to the Keurig. My protein is mixed in the purple thing that I keep in my gym bag. So that's already done. Um, my lunchbox is on the counter and I stack my lunch, everything that I'm bringing in the fridge, right in the same spot. So I just take it out. Boom. I try to do all of this while Callie's still sleeping because if I don't and she wakes up and I'm having to do all these little motions. It's one minute, even though it's one minute task. I mean, that completely throws you off. I pick out her clothes the night before. So those are laid out, ready to go. Um, All her her extra stuff is actually in the car when she goes to sleep uh, for the night. I bring her bag for school. I put it in the car just to prep myself. But if I allow and a lot of people have kids, right? I only have one kid. But if I allow the chaos of life to come to me before I do these things. I'm screwed. Mm. Right. So I think it's really taking the time to plan and visualize the night before your routine in the morning is only going to be as successful as you are in your mind the night before. And then you allow life to happen. And once in a blue, you know, you might forget to fill up the water bottle. OK, no big deal. But everything else is done. You might yeah. forget to pick out your clothes, but no big deal because everything else is done. Yeah. You know You're what I mean? moving
0: like the friction. Yes. It's like yes. if you were to take a path through snow. Yep. Every little thing you do is kind of like right. doing another step there.
1: And my last thing, though, I feel like the goal of a, an actual routine, right? CV, um, put the camera on me. Yeah. Somebody Somebody I'm doing great you. reactions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody called um, me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. It was the The goal of any routine <laughs> is to make your life as predictable as possible. Yeah. Right? That's the goal of a routine. So with that goal in mind, you want to predict- as many things as you possibly can, right? You're you're aligning things to your favor, and then when things go off the rails a little bit, you're still in a good place because you've predicted the most parts of your
2: routine. I have some follow up questions. Hold on. Well, yeah, go, go ahead. Go. No, you, you can wanna do follow up questions. Yeah, I mean, because I, I may lose. Not my to training. say you blew my mind, but um, <laughs> 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 well,
0: it was you really need good. To get a voice reaction that just says <laughs> you go.
2: Pew, pew. That was that was really good. So. It was my
0: answer. So f- you of course, follow up questions. Yep.
2: If if you um maybe fall off the wagon I'm, yep. or a, a little bit right, or you fall off the routine of prepping, like you're kind of mm-hmm. you're kind of preparing yourself, which I think is is genius. But um, if you fall a little bit off of it for whatever reason, whether mm-hmm. you got a little bit comfortable, you're still kind of doing all the motions. I think this happens to some because the question kind of alludes to like after a month so i can see people anybody just regular people and not superhumans. um <laughs> go in the wrong way dude. do my bad my finger yep. was crooked um go through a month of what you're saying and be super focused into that but then what usually happens at the month or maybe the two months or however long you know you kind of start getting comfortable in that space of like oh i got it now i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna do my this i'm gonna do that so you start kind of falling away from the discipline of prepping everything to kind of account for any any mishaps along the way yep how do you combat that yeah do
1: you just so i mean for me have i would ask have you had a child because if Mm -hmm. you don't right the chaos i'm not saying this to you i'm just saying this to anybody or anything a new dog a new dog uh something where you're you're thrown off right you that becomes your priority sick that becomes your priority And the way I look at my stuff, C.V. likes to tell me I'm black and white, but I have to, maybe the water you don't have to do, but I have to put on gym clothes. I have to bring my work bag. I have to bring my lunch. I have to drink a cup of coffee before I leave the house. So I'm doing all these things anyway, right? So why would I extend that, leave it up in the air for Chance, not my dog, but leave (laughs) it up in the air for Chance. Shout out Chance. Right? To basically have to be holding Callie, because this, this happens too. If I don't prep my stuff, I'm holding Callie because she woke up, right? right? Not when she's supposed to wake up. Yeah. So she's now crying because like you can't put her down. Now I'm trying to pick my clothes out with a two-year-old crying in my ear, trying to make my coffee. Then you're like, F this. Yeah. I'm not going to the gym. I might call out sick from work. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing today. To your point,
0: the- what helped me mentally, because this whole, like I haven't slept for six months since we had the new baby, Juliana, shout out Juliana. And I had such a routine down that when it got blown out of the water with the new baby and I was fighting it, the harder I fought, the less of a routine I was able to get in because I was like, I'm still working at it for. And then the baby would wake up, yep. Julia, uh, Livy would wake up. I'd be with both of them still trying to like sneak in a workout. So what I found that helped me was to have a plan B. That was like if they both wake up, I <clears throat> excuse me, I have the flexibility to then work out at eight when I drop them off at school. So like what was super helpful was adjusting to make it more manageable and realistic within the new parameters.
1: So you basically make two. I adjusted the routine. So right, you make two of, options.
0: Instead of timing it and be like, all right, I get up at four. I work out, which I was able to do today because both slept when they don't sleep. Then the conversation becomes, all right, well, then my work, it gets pushed to eight. Mm -hmm. So don't fret over it. Just go upstairs, get them, and then start your routine back at eight when you're. So it's like the night before you can control because hopefully they're asleep. So you Mm -hmm. do what you can control. And if you get up and get dressed and all that stuff, I know now that I'm like, all right, well, I don't make appointments before 10 because I have my morning workout that now is Mm -hmm. a floater. So that helped mentally not get discouraged with myself Yeah, because it was hard, like weeks on end where I could not complete a workout because kids were waking up. And then I realized, I'm like, if I just worked out at like eight, I, can, I know at least I'll finish my workout. Yeah. And then the days that, you know, the weird days that like I had a bunch of work and whatnot, I just tried not to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. You know, I tried to realize like, all right, well, it didn't go well today, but I still have somewhat of a routine. It's just not the same day, time every day. Mm-hmm. It's in the morning. So I was a little more flexible than I have in the past because I had to be. Right. So that's helped.
1: That's good. That's Because then you good. don't get scourged. Yes, hundred percent. My um, you know what's ironic though? My I didn't even mention working out in my routine, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it takes so long for me. It's important now. No, no. Well, I mean, I do it every day, right? I, I it's, oh, you do. You work it, out. It's part. It's part of my. It's part of my routine for sure. But to get there, my focus is on saving time, right? So what are the things that I can do the night before to save time? Because if I drop Callie off, she, she can get there the earliest at 7 o'clock. Yeah. So if I have to pick out my clothes, I mean, that's three minutes, right? Because you're talking everything. Your boxers, my wife beater, my socks, my polo, my trouser. Like, that takes- it, You wear a lot of layers. That takes a thought process, yeah. though, yep. right? You know, then your gym clothes, that's another three minutes. Then your lunch, that's another three minutes. Your coffee, like, the two minutes here. It's just, it, I mean, it's a half hour. You know, so
0: i I become obsessed with just knocking minutes off the night before. Um, so one of the things I started doing, this is like not a life hack or anything, but what has worked for me is I know that I got to drop Livy off at school certain days of the week. A couple, every day is different now. One day both go to school. Um, two days a week, Dana's working from home two days a week throughout the, the in-laws. So like every day is a little different, but yeah. now I'm kind of getting the cadence of it all. So I know like, all right, Monday, I'm dropping both kids off. So there's no real... Um, Nothing's slowing me down After I drop him off to school To go back work out yep. So in that case I gotta make sure I make my pre-workout shake For the way to school Cause then it'll be 30 minutes By the time you get home
1: Oh well, you gotta hope You don't have to run in the bathroom What happens?
0: When you get home, just go to the
1: bathroom No, not the way my my stomach
0: works. Well, you're soft. You got a soft stomach. (laughs) So like little stuff like that where you don't, in the beginning, it's like, damn, like I'm so out of whack. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, like, oh, it'd be nice if I had the shake on the way because I don't have to make the shake when I get home. And then I go right into the workout. And then it's like, all right, well, you know, I should get dressed in my gym clothes to go drop them off because I know I'm going to work out, you know? So little things, the little, all right, well, I'm not going to make an appointment at 10 because it stresses me out. I can't get there on time. Let me do 1030 now on certain days. So, like, my thing just in general with life in general is, like, if you can kind of adjust to the uncontrollable stuff with stuff that you can control, it alleviates a lot of the stress and discouragement. I was getting discouraged myself. I'm like, I work so hard to get to 10%. We just had a kid now I can't even see the gym, and the gym's in my house, and I can't even get to it, mm-hmm. which is so frustrating, yeah, so then even a stu- a level up, I'm like when the really bad nights happen, I know at least I'll be in the living room. let me just get some steps, yep. let me just hop around with like one of the kids, you know mm-hmm. so like rather than punt, which I've done in the past a lot, it's been helpful for me to do something mm. so that I feel at least like I'm not losing at all, right, does that make sense? Yes,
1: very well said, I love it, good. Hopefully, hopefully that's the that's a good enough answer. If not, yeah, it sucks. sorry, it's a terrible answer.
2: <laughs> sorry, guys, Ugh. got caught in the middle. All right, question number two. Ooh, long one. <laughs> Dave probably wrote it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, I've been in such a funk lately. Could it be oh, Dave? good. I don't know. I've been in yeah, such I a funk lately. I don't want to say it's an excuse. But my daughter just turned three, and I've found this age Mm -hmm. to be the hardest yet. Oh Christ! With a lack of sleep, chaos of life, I have I've had so many negative thoughts lately that that then lead me to not working out, having a short temper with my coworkers, and making some strong some wrong decisions throughout my week. Any advice? Wait, Wait, some strong wrong decisions. Some (laughs) sorry, not strong. Some some wrong wrong decisions. decisions. I'm trying to understand the question. I'll say it again. Um, this might have been. No, 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 we got it. We got, it. got, it. We got it. I think yeah. I wrote this. Did you write this? No, it's
1: funny. I, I remember seeing this come in. Um, one, that really sucks because our daughters are not three yet. Yeah, so I don't like I'm that. I'm discouraged by this question. A hundred percent. So uh, thanks for the yeah, spoiler. <laughs> That's atrocious. But then honestly, everything else sounds very normal, <laughs> you know, when you're a parent, right? You, the chaos of life, and you know, you're not sleeping. And honestly, the not sleeping thing really causes some bad thoughts throughout the hundred <laughs> percent throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, you you hallucinate almost. Yeah. Um. All right. So basically, you're like, what do you do, right? And this, I, I think you got to go to a process here. The big process. We'll talk to you, right? Yeah, now. Absolutely not. A hundred percent. Three stepper. Awareness, right? So. A lot of us don't realize why these things are happening. So what exactly is triggering all of this? Get clear and confident in your head. And the answer is you have a three-year-old, you're not sleeping. These are normal things, right? But when we leave it up in the air to say, oh, well, why, you know, why do I feel this way? No, you feel this way and it's very normal. And it's at times it's okay to not Feel okay for a lack of you know better better word. So it's it's getting extremely aware of the actual circumstance that's going on, and then it's accepting it. That's the second part, right? You have to accept that you know what we all feel down at times, and today might be a good day, but then the next day, very well might be a really bad day. You might string two good days together, and then you might string four days. You chose unfortunately to put yourself in this situation with kids and life, and we've all put ourselves in the situation that we're in, right? And then after you accept that situation, the last thing is to take the action on it, right? What is it that aligns you with the best version of what you can possibly be, right? What are those things? And then it's a conscious decision to say, you know what? I know what's going on because I'm aware of it now, I've I've accepted it, but now I'm going to choose to do the things that I know are gonna put me in a better place. I work out sometimes in the first 30 minutes of my workout, I am literally jumping rope and I'm like, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. People might not see that because I don't you know, necessarily post that part in my workout, but at some point it turns over. There are times that I have shitty workouts. There are times that I can't get through my morning routine, but I still do it because I know eventually it's going to snap back. Right, So it's awareness, acceptance,
0: action. All the A's, triple A. There you go. I was going to say identify the problem, which is lack of sleep, well, which is going lot. to be emotional. I think my instinct is telling me, and I'm not a doctor, but I think lack of sleep is one of the biggest like, triggers for a mm. lot of problems. Yes. Because then you're irritable- you're kind of less foggy. You're not as sharp. You don't want to work. Versus like sometimes it makes sense, which I got to give Dana credit. She's always been telling me this. Sometimes I think it makes sense to slow down and take a nap mm-hmm. if you can. Like some of us, like me personally, had a, a it's a good word, like uh, a, a preconceived notion about like napping and oh, I'll sleep and I'm dead. Uh, you know, no yeah, snooze. No snooze. That's <laughs> stupid shit. That's not, that's not what a no snooze means. Man. Um, but. <laughs> Then the conversation becomes, all right, well, is it good to be product not productive for an hour and be all, like, fuzzy and whatnot? Or sleep for an hour and then come back to it and rip it? So that's been a, a, a maturing moment for me to figure out is, like, instead of trying to squeeze in the workout when you don't feel great, like, would a quick nap get you to a better mental state at mm-hmm. the very
2: least? Are you a napper?
0: I traditionally am not. All right, but you can be. <laughs> um,
2: you're – so – you're forced to be? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like... Well, I, I guess you're saying that because of, of the kids, right? So like yes. when we
0: had Olivia, she didn't sleep for like the first eight months. So what I was figuring out with Dana and we were kind of doing it together is like, all right, well, we didn't sleep all night and I have a full day of work. So all right, well, I have a gap between 12 and four, whatever. And then I'm back at of showing houses. So I'm like, all right, let me take one hour to nap. And like, I can have a coffee once I wake up and get going again. So i had to do it by necessity i think dana loves naps like that's her thing
2: well that's why i asked. some people are, are naturally just nappers you have if you're like, exhausted you'll nap yeah well exactly. that then that's what when you said it, it kind of yeah i was like I'm yeah, saying, you're, you're like forced to do because i i don't nap i can't nap it makes yeah. me feel weird even when i wake mm-hmm. up I yeah, cry, I, I'm like, yeah i don't like doing it and i and to be honest if i get a good night's sleep i think that's a key so 100%. if you're not getting that then yeah. obviously you yeah. know um i don't need to nap at all yeah. i'd rather just go the whole day my energy kind of is, is, is pretty consistent yeah. But you're right. If you're not getting any sleep at all and you need to, if you're tired, you're just going to go. No. But like the, the, my basic
0: recommendation was like in the past, I felt irritable on edge, um, negative, negative thoughts all have come from when I don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Whenever something goes right, it's like I can point to, I had a rough night before. So then I made it a priority to get sleep. And then the other thing was eating. I realized that I was on edge anxious when I didn't eat. So then I made that a priority as well. So like if I'm, Got a schedule ahead of me, and I'm answering emails and phone calls. I put literally everything down and I make sure I eat because in the past I would work right through it, but then I'm realizing I'm doing a disservice to myself, all my clients, my day in general, because you're going to burn out if you don't eat all day. And all you're going to be thinking about is, "Ah, I'm starving, I'm starving, Mm -hmm. versus, yeah, maybe you don't send two more emails, but you ate your meal and now you're back, you know? Yeah, yeah, good, good point. Um, I think that's that's spot
1: on because I think there's levels to the negativity in oh. your life, right? And if and you're at a breaking point, though, and you have kids, it's pr- probably smart to, like, one day when you drop that child off, maybe take a sick day at work. You know, you might need to really bounce back because – and they they mentioned the lack of sleep, right, like, specifically. Uh, so you can't – I guess to a point you can't fight through that. So I, yeah. I agree 100%. And I was very
0: uh, arrogant. And, like, I don't need sleep, yeah. like this and that. And I've even said it today, and I'm like, I do really good on no sleep. And I'm realizing I was a little delusional. Yeah. I do better probably than most, but I don't do well. But then well. it gets to a point, right?
1: Yeah. You know, the worst the the worst part of uh, Hell Week in the Navy, they say is- It's a form of torture. Well, yeah, they, they literally deprive your sleep. So they let you sleep for about, like, 40 minutes to an hour, and then they come back. Banging on things, they literally they do not allow you to sleep. Then they make you jump in a cold ocean. Then you go back to sleep, and it's for days on end. Yeah, they should um, make it's parents your weakest do that. point. You know, parents it's, should Yeah, right. We should seals. go through a parent training. Yeah, we should parent seal training. I'm hard, I serious. could
0: start it up. No snooze parent here. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> actually hilarious. <laughs> parent seal training. Instead and who wants of to a, join? a Ma, Lamaze class, whatever they yeah, yeah, call yeah. it, you do that. Right,
2: that's hilarious. <clears throat> Good stuff. Okay, <laughs> question number three. I saw a clip. I saw a clip of you guys posted. It was Dave talking about getting defensive, and mm. it triggered a question I always ask myself: Why do I take things so personal? I can't even tell you how much I relate to this question. <laughs> me? Personally. That's part of the question? <laughs> no, no. That oh, was me that personally. you personally? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you write this one? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, CB. I, <laughs> I thought I thought about you right away. Well, I I did, say, I, that's why I just. Said I know. It. I know. Uh, Mike, you start this one.
0: Uh, I'm sensitive. I, part of it is I assume that I'm getting criticized because you don't think I'm trying. So sometimes I'll take it to heart. I mean, it goes back to what I was just talking about. Like when I'm on edge, I haven't slept. I'm a little more defensive because Mm -hmm. I'm just in defense mode. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, I, I've had to work on getting criticism because a lot of the times I'm operating independently. So. I have all this stuff that I point to that has worked, so when something doesn't work, I'm less likely to. I mean, I don't think I have a major problem with it, but certain stuff, you know, people yeah. say, "Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that." I have such an opinionated, stubborn view on things because you need to be that way with yeah. a lot of things. It's hard for me to bring my
1: bring my guard down. Yes, yeah, Does that f- make sense? Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, very good. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yes. I I agree 100%. I think when it comes to taking things personally, it's definitely derived from insecurities of yourself, right? Now, I've seen levels to this because I have conversations with coworkers sometimes to where they've been bullied, like, in their life or they've been abused in their life, so they're taught to think a certain way. Like uh, defensively. Right, because they've been told something. So that's a sad situation, right? But then also just us being insecure about, like, I know for me, I get insecure when I feel like somebody's maybe questioning my character. You're questioning my ability to really be about this life. Um, I'm constantly questioning what other people are thinking about, if that makes sense. Um, I think when certain people say things and it hits a nerve because there's some level of truth within, that's when I personally get you know, most defensive. Now, you basically asked the question of why you get, you know, that way. But what I want to answer to is to hopefully give you something to maybe help why you take things personally. Um, And the first thing that I can think about is to eliminate the confusion of everything right like i used to get so caught up in the thought process i've spoke about this multiple times on a podcast um of what everybody thinks right so now i eliminate the confusion i'm like half the people are not going to agree with you half the people might not like you and that's okay right so there's no confusion because i'm never going to please everybody i used to want to be a people pleaser dave regina lives a perfect lifestyle dave regina does this does that i wanted everybody to think that but that's not reality right so Right off the bat, you have to eliminate the confusion. The other thing is what we talked about in the previous question about, you know, the, the morning routine, but it's more gaining confidence. When you're a confident individual, you're less likely to take things personally. Mm. How do you how do I you would argue that I would
0: say more confident people take things more personally?
1: Not me. Not me. Because. There's probably an aspect of your life that you may not be as confident in <clears throat> that might expose you. Right, but yeah. for me, when I have this confidence of I know that when I tell myself I'm going to do something, and I do it, that's real confidence, right? The fact that I'm gonna use you as an, as an example you you're a confident guy, but you're not that confident because when you said on the podcast that you were gonna do this, and this week you were gonna do X Y Z, you allowed all these other factors, like we all do, to manipulate your outcome. So I question: Are you really? a confident person, right? In your head, not just you specifically, but yeah. I'm just saying to yeah, everybody, yeah. do you, ele- cause that's what I try to eliminate now, right? I try to put myself and my confidence almost above all, when I say I'm going to do it, I have to try to do it. And I know that life's not perfect and shit's going to, you know, go south. But that's the, that when I talk about confidence, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know, and, and even at work, when I have situations where I'm not confident, that's when I start taking things personally because you're hitting a nerve because I didn't respond the right way. Right. And then the last thing I would say is like realizing the power that you have as an individual. I remember this lady at work, she came at me pretty hard. She, she, she got into me and I got real defensive and you know what I did? I, what? I stared at her, literally stared at her. And I was waiting to go off on her, right? Because that's what CV just said. He, he, you would expect me to go off, right? So I was trying to articulate my thought and I just stared. And I made her so uncomfortable because it was an aggressive stare, which was not my intention, but I just was trying to formulate my own words. Yeah. And she said, say something, say something, say something. Ooh. Right? And I realized like, ah, I have some power here right now. So I ended up not saying anything. And I looked at her and I said, please excuse yourself from my office
0: said tomato tomato <laughs> <laughs>
1: forbade <them. laughs> so I said please excuse yourself from my office but in that moment I realized wait a minute I have the power here because it happened to just be a coincidence but I wanted to go off on you but because I couldn't articulate my thought I just stayed quiet when I stayed quiet that was a conscious choice now once I realized wow you have the power to make the choice yeah you're gonna go off you're gonna be quiet you're gonna respond positively Now, when you have that power and you realize that that's in your space and nobody else's, now you become a little dangerous. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to take more time in between negative confrontations to discuss things as I move forward. Interesting. Right. So it's three, I guess, specific, uh, specific things. Eliminate the confusion, gain confidence in everything that you do, and then realize that you have some power.
0: I'm going to give you a philosophical angle here. Yep. You ready for this one? A
1: philosophical what?
0: Angle. Oh, angle. I thought Forbid- it was angle. Verbatim. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite. I'm sorry. I'm going to use that tomato a <laughs> lot. There's going to be a count color. Uh, I might make you a shirt. Right. Um, I've started... Uh, I think it was a stoic who said it, but basically like the the way that you receive things depends a lot on how you view it. So if you can view it as like being curious and trying to learn and be a student. You're good at that. A lot of things get a little easier to absorb. So, what I'm trying to do, which is not easy, detach myself <laughs> from my own personality and be able to look at my own personality and not get defensive or like judgmental about myself and just hear what people are saying and then ask why. So like me and Dana got into a couple arguments and I don't talk about a lot of personal stuff. But what I'm trying to do more with like my close family and friends is I find that I'm more defensive with them because they know me the best than anyone. So when they call me out on something like you're saying, a lot of times it's rooted in truth. And I misunderstand as like I'm trying so hard, but you don't see how hard I'm working and you're nitpicking at this one thing, but I worked on ten other things to get here. I hate that too. Yeah. But that's what everyone does because right. everyone focuses on what they're working on and then the other people focus on what's the 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 um the the lack of or whatever.
1: But that right there, and one, you're extremely good at that. You I would say I'm
0: extremely I, good I at, can I can say from the outside. Uh, you're w- good at that. One of the things that I'm working on is my bandwidth to stay good at that <clears throat> because I'm finding if I'm drained, I don't I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like good night's sleep, I'm in a good mood. I could do it all day. You can talk shit to me in my face, tell me I'm the worst person. I just kind of laugh because I'm not in an elevated mood of like on edge. I've eaten. I'm relaxed. I'm not in hunting mode. So it's been something I'm trying to implement and I find myself going the other way and being defensive. And like when you negotiate with people on deals, sometimes you just get irritated and you go. But I find when you just keep asking questions and be more curious things kind of fall into place because you're getting more info and the other people are talking through why they're thinking that way. So then you're actually able to give a solution if there is one to be better. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But you also gave a very good example of, I think what I
1: characterized as eliminating the confusion because you said something along the lines of when, um, how'd you articulate it? But basically knowing that people are not going to, realize all the good positive efforts that you're doing that are going to highlight the one little thing. That's you saying like it is what it is. Yeah. And but- that's, you're eliminating that, that confusion, that thought like, well, how is this person saying this to me? How is this person going to, you know, take this? How, how am I going to respond?
0: No, it's just like some things are going to be good and some things are going to be bad. And I think detaching yourself from your own personality, like it's not, it sounds a little crazy, but like being able to look at yourself from a distance in everything, fitness, Work, life, parenthood, all of it. Text messaging.
1: Text messaging? Big for me. What do you mean? So you're saying the personality thing, right? Detaching from a personality. When I text, I say it, but I, I'm a pretty articulate texter, unless I'm talking to you and you and I'm like, yo, or you're, yeah. <laughs> but I, other yeah. than that, yeah. you know, like I, I'm pretty, um. Ab- I don't know if it's abrupt, but I'm pretty factual with my text message. Like Kurt. I'll be there at three, you know, thanks for the invite. something like that you know yeah when i receive a text message like that i think to myself immediately why is this person so mad at me
0: yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) you know and that happens with text messaging all the time but it's hard though it's uh, good so one of the things i'm implementing lately is i don't text or email as much and if i do it's usually predicated on a phone call or some type of conversation to shape the message. Gotcha. So, like, if I'm texting people all day about something going on, I say, "All right, let's hop on the phone. Let me just give you the rundown." Because a lot of things can be misconstrued depending on how the other person's feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm feeling the type of way, and someone texts me something, I might snap. Yeah. Because yep, I'm yep. like, "What? The, they're nervous that?" Right. When in reality, they're just busy. They're like, "Hey, da da da." So, I'm trying to do less of like the stuff that I know can be misinterpreted. I'm trying to control what I can. And part of that is just getting on the phone with people and hearing their voice. Yes. In person's the best. But if you hear someone in their tone, you know what's going on. You can hear people worried through the phone. Like I was talking to someone the other day. I heard they were pissed off about something. Not because of me. But I was able to kind of talk them off the ledge because I knew it was getting them. And I'm like, listen, I understand you're frustrated. It's another day. One more day. Just hold on for Mm -hmm. me. One more day. Crack a joke. Alleviate a little pressure. We'll talk tomorrow. And then you just kind of, that's what you do. And it's hard to be upset if someone's very positive yeah. and just trying to focus on the next step. So, I, you know, I've been trying to minimize the input that's coming into me lately. Mm-hmm. And part of it is, you know, muting people on Instagram, muting certain things, doing, you know, little things like not looking at the phone before a certain time. And it's getting more and more important as I get more and more uh, aware of my personal defaults. I like it. You know? Yeah. It's hard though. When you're so introspective, intros- introspective, tomato, tomato. Is that what it means? Introspective. When you're so evaluating yourself constantly, sometimes you can be harsh on yourself, which I'm also trying not to do. Sometimes I'm hard on myself and I see a situation, I'm like, ah, like when I snap at the kids and I know I shouldn't be snapping. Yeah. I get real mad at myself, which makes it worse. Because And yeah, yeah. I'm open around them. They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I shouldn't have snapped. They're like, it's fine. It's right. your parent. Like, yep. you can snap. So it's a balance. You can't yep. be too hard on yourself. You also can't be too monk like. There's times we got to yell. So right. I don't know what the solution is, but that's been helpful. But that, that,
1: this is huge. Just even like talking through this and understanding your own way of how you are, right? Because I don't know. I don't know if I had to throw a percentage of there, but like half of the people I know in my life, they're not even aware of any of these things you know they're not they don't want to take the time to even like want to change so if you know that you're you know a sensitive being like all of us are in here um, emotional beings as well we just might have different outlets for it that's
0: that's always the best thing so you one know, of the being aware of it. good things is that having kids starting my own company it gives you a lot of time to notice your defaults because you have so much stress constantly mm. that you can't keep doing the same stuff so, I'm constantly having to look and be like, all right, I can't survive this way. So, what do I have to change? Whether right. it's like managing stress, managing time, managing family life. So, it's been a tough two and a half years of COVID, family, businesses, but it's been the, I think I've grown from, I've matured and grown the most in these last couple of years just being effing up constantly. Right. Because there's no like status quo to kind of lean back on. Yep. You're constantly retooling. So, it's been tough. Yeah. But I do feel like there's growth. Like C V saying, like growth. even though maybe I've gained twenty pounds on my personality back, I'm still down like thirty five. <laughs> right,
2: right. You know? Yep. Big change.
0: I agree. Is that right? Did I do the right math there? Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: Cool. All Sense right. Safe. Question number four. Oh, I got you. <clears throat> I've had equipment for five months to start my podcast. I talk a- to C V. <laughs> Ask him what to buy. I'm a therapist. (laughs) No, they'll go broke with all this. (laughs) I'm a therapist and have actually already spoke to about 10 clients who would be willing to record their sessions, keeping them anonymous, obviously. For some reason, I'm scared to start, and I keep telling myself I'm too late to the game. Do you think that is the case? Mm, That's interesting. First of all, let me know the podcast because that's fire.
1: It's a good idea. That's a great idea. Um, Let's do it. Right, right, right. Yeah, if my therapist was able to air my my stuff, oh, my God, that would be a viral podcast. I Yeah, I'd
0: worry, though, that yeah, people yeah, could put course. the
1: piece together, no? Yeah, I guess if you hear your voice, but they said they'd keep it uh,
0: No, but even if you don't, anonymous. if you're telling stories- Oh, it's and, anonymous?
1: Like, I thought it was anonymous.
0: But even if you're- Tomato, <laughs> tomato. If you're telling st- stories, and I I like, I would know it's someone right. I know. Yeah, right, yeah, I no? get it.
2: Um, so really the question- well, you would you know, have to like consider that- Great concept, that. though. It people, is great. People in your circles would be actually (laughs) listening to those things. Right, right, right. When this would be like uh, all over the place. This would be, yeah.
0: I think if you filter it right, you could pull it off. You see the documentary of um, Jonah Hill on Netflix? No, not yet. It's basically him and his therapist because his therapist, I think, has Parkinson's. And his therapist talks through these concepts of like processes and Mm -hmm. how to get over depression, certain things like tricks. And the way he does it is very like surface level. And it's not too personal so if yep. you do it that way I think yeah it'd yeah, be good. yeah no I think it'll work right? I'd listen um,
1: I absolutely think it'll work but the, the I guess the question really is is you know you're feel fearful to start it you've been sitting on it for five months kind of like my my building that I keep thinking about but you're like not doing it right it's like that um, and I would say put it in perspective right if you look at Instagram, there's over two billion users on Instagram. YouTube has, I think, somewhere around 50 million channels. Pretty well. TikTok is in the billions for users as well. Podcasting is a completely different platform. It's long-form content. When we started our podcast in 2020, there were only 750,000 podcasts around. In 2023... I was looking at some research because I, li- I like to know where we where we kind of stand. There's art- there's articles that say there's three million, and there's some articles that go as high as four and a half million. But if you look at that number, it is so minuscule compared to the Instagrams, the TikToks, the YouTubes. So I believe that there is so much opportunity available in podcasting. Yeah. Um. I think you just have to find that niche you know audience Um. you're laughing is it niche? Is it niche? 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 niche nosh? Whatever. Nosh. But, <laughs> but but, the podcasting world is crazy. There's a, a wild statistic that if you oh wait you know what I actually screenshotted it the other day. Let me not speak out of context. Go
0: ahead Mike. What? Do you I'll got? jump in while you're doing that. Uh, my question too to you would be why are you doing the podcast because right. it's not only just for being exposed on YouTube and doing all stuff like I'm sure professionally it would be productive mm. right yeah I also absolutely. think that
2: you're not going to be putting out a full session. I, I mean, I don't know what this yeah, person yeah, is doing, but class. I would assume that it would be re- extremely heavily redacted to the point where like, oh, redacted, where you're just kind of showing it for learning purposes. Yeah. Right. So you you will probably identify as you're recording everything. Oh, yeah. You find like that this is a common problem. So you you highlight you add that recording, you clip that off and you use it like in your re-frame. podcast as a kind of like, hey. This is a learning opportunity. Do you really need to go deep into the knowing, you know, all the other things yeah. that maybe are too personal? Maybe that not even be that that worth it. Maybe it's just uh, like I said, the redacted portion that's of genius. It, you know? Yeah, that is very that's a good
0: genius. point. So CV is basically saying it's like watching game film mm-hmm. for the therapist, yeah, right? Yeah, you're not watching
2: the you know some of the boring stuff. You're watching like
0: yeah. the play that allowed the the touchdown right. to happen. But then you're right. You're like acknowledging the patterns because you're like, oh, right. you know, usually when people are feeling this way. This is the connection, right? And then you're able to identify. That's that is genius. It's an interesting yeah. point. And then you um, can loop all the clips together, and then it's a theme. This guy, I tell you, who's this guy? Give <laughs> us, give. It, I think
1: we need some royalties on you this on this person. <laughs> um, yo, look, look at this. So, just to motivate you even further to start this uh, little podcast of yours, one, yeah, we want royalties on this. But if your new episode, and this is from uh, the dot com, where I'm getting these stats. If your episode within seven days of its release gets more than 30 downloads, <laughs> only 30 downloads, you're in the top 50% of podcasts.
0: God, I love stats like that. That's more great. than 100
1: downloads, you're in the top 25% of downloads. I mean a podcast.
0: What about views? Does that count? As a no, this
1: is this is just on platforms that you're, that you're listening. More than 400 downloads, then you're in the top 10. Forget thinking about even 400 downloads. More than 100 downloads... Puts you in the top 25% of those podcasts.
0: And I would argue if zero people listened, the amount of self-reflection we're talking Correct. about and just progress of talking through and being recorded and the yep. skill set of talking on a microphone and getting yelled at for breathing into it, thank you, CV, <laughs> has been very productive and translates to other yes, things 100%. that you don't know it's going to pop up. Right. I don't think there's a downside to it. unless I wouldn't sink too much money into the equipment, right, CV?
2: They have the equipment. Oh, they I have it think. already, they said. They said, oh. I have the equipment for five months. Oh, well, then do it. <laughs> right. right. Paying, spent the money. At yeah. this point, it's a no-lose for them because right. they have everything. You just, just have to it. hit record, and and even you don't even have to put it out. You can just yeah. record for a while and, and see how it feel comfortable to that's, see if that's what you want to put out or not. That'd be my yeah. approach right there. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I would record. You know how I am. I'd record, record it, yeah. think I perfect
1: it, you know, and then put out something once I think it's good. Mike would be like, just air it out. then you
2: got to go back to our episode i don't know 12 where um progress not perfection yeah there you go go. that's an after fact you know
1: um good no that's awesome good luck to you You and give us that good name
0: sessions okay
2: question number oh this This is the last one this is a good oh this is hilarious this (laughs) This by the way i don't know if you noticed before you were talking and i started giggling and it's because i happened to look further down (laughs) to the last oh did you send him the question well this was how i read it yeah
1: this one was on um it was on one of your oh,
0: your
2: uh, <laughs> workouts. It was just a comment. I Are we ready? It's pretty fun. Question number five. I want to see the surprise. Is it, it about front squats? Yeah, put, put it on my... Yes. Pretty much, well, I'm gonna those guess suck. Was like... okay. I'm not going to lie. Question You're number a... five. Are we ready? Slack. Question number five. Yes. I think I have smaller calves than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, I don't train them. How often should I be working on them? That's a great question, <laughs> Mike.
0: Listen, I'm not here to answer that, but I'm I'm listening. You know when people say I'm here for the answer, you're right? Right.
1: Oh right. uh, man, no. So that was so funny, but it came in after <laughs> your little. You know, you were doing your little front squats or something. Oh, so bad. It was. Very, it's hard. Funny. You do a front it, squat? It, it, yeah, I do. front squats. I didn't know you're supposed nights. to do it like that. You're supposed to lay it on. I didn't know that. I don't know why you're holding it like Friggin
0: that. Friggin' AC's <laughs> video he sent me. The person's holding it with their elbows. Well,
1: you're supposed to. Hold I'm holding it my shoulders. Yeah, no, no. You're supposed to hold it on your. Um, that's clavicle not, that's yeah. not what
0: ac told me so i was doing it his way mm, i don't know ac um <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get mad at me he's like i did not tell I you did to not do, tell that you do that i don't so, know if he did actually
1: I, I mean are we really answering this question Yeah, 100 right? i wanted to go okay. my
2: goddamn calves <laughs> so honestly i well, think before, calves, before you answer yeah do you actually work out your calves yes oh do you know what do you do you, yeah.
0: did you do you understand the correlation though yeah guess who else has small calves frank no, oh. Frank had big calves. Frank oh, did he? could jump. Uh-huh. Who, who in not a famous guy? Who's a famous guy that famously had small calves and worked on them? Arnold. Arnold had terrible calves. Ah,
1: but they weren't that small, dude. D- not at that some point small. they were that small. They weren't that small.
2: I have <laughs> calves. They cows. were not that. I have calf calf cows. Cows. I'm pointing <laughs> at Mike's leg. By the way, notice how he's pushing it on his <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, knees like, it. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, no. So
1: I definitely trained my calves. I told you I started this though in 10th grade, really, when I wanted. To, I had a goal of wanting to dunk. Are the basketball. they implants? Yeah, I wish. Um, where I wanted to dunk the basketball. So ever since then, when I correlated the jumping ability to the calf work and the leg work, that's when I, you know, took it pretty seriously. But I think a good general rule of thumb is to train them like you train your abs, right? Because if you're training your abs, you know, I guess normal would be three to four times a week you mean like eating a lot like (laughs) no 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 like
2: Uh doing your crunches and stuff like that right like
1: doing your crunches you know whatever russian twist you're doing maybe you know mike's like what's that i do italian
0: twists i I would uh
1: a good rule of thumb is to like put it at the end of your workouts because you really don't need much put it in the front let's beef these (laughs) up when you got you don't need much to to stimulate calf growth apparently you do well yeah i guess i walk on my goddamn toes (laughs) i have no calves but but it's possible it's it's weighted too and this is a big misconception right Mm -hmm. a lot of people they sit there and they just do they just do crunches right but your abs will get so much better if you actually add weighted exercise to the ab workouts yep and it's the same for calves right you jumping rope is great like i do it more for uh, cardio work mm. for jump rope. Yes, yeah. it hits my calves, but I've already put a lot of weight on my calves. Mm. Right, I've done a little calf What's machine. What's your
0: favorite calf uh, workout?
1: Honestly, the calf the calf machine. That allows you one, to go on both shoulder, sides. And then- yeah, but you should get on a box so you can go on the negative too.
0: Well, I put, um, I put the if circle you're doing weights. It, yes, that's perfect. And so if you're it. just
1: doing it on a flat floor, you're only going up. How wide should my feet right? be? Uh,
0: you can switch that up. Like you, shoulder should, in, you should go in, out.
1: out. Yep. I mean, a great exercise is doing 30, right, where you do 10 neutral, 10 in, 10 out. Mm-hmm. Um, and do that three to four times a week for, you know, you could do like five sets. How much weight, you think? You could do five sets. 185 uh, on the yeah, shoulders? Yeah, 185 is good. 225 is good. Keep going up. Um, Donuts. Just, yes, Just correct. unbelievably and keep strong. adding it. But, but also with calves, just like abs for me, you, you got to get rid of the, you know, oh, it's winter season. I'm not going to do it. You know, why am I going to hoodie? No, because that's when you, you need really to, need though. to do yeah. it. You know, and,
0: and calves are so easy to skip. So I, easy to skip. Can I paint a picture for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Short shorts. Your time, by the way. Like one of these MMA guys. Yeah. yeah. I know this. I'm going to bring this home here. <laughs> Short shorts, MMA guys. Legs, some death. You know, some definition there. Then we're going down the leg, and you're like, oh, wow, like his decent legs, like they're a little low. And then you get down to the cabs, you're like, wow, this kid must play soccer. He must walk yeah. with weight on his back. Yeah. <laughs> he 1. must walk 1 on, on a treadmill every day. Um, he must have got bullied about how small his calves were and went the other way. Yeah. That's the kind of calf I want. That's the kind of calf you want. And I it doesn't need to be too big. Like you're so big, you got big calves. No, not not
1: too big. Dave, though. your calves are big. I don't think they're too big. You see when I do pull right ups, big. I do it on purpose. You Good look like selection. you're a big boy that got like thin. <laughs> well, the pull up the bar is perfect because for me to get the angle on the it, calves, yeah. no, for me to get on it, no, I it have is. to I have to physically get on my calves because then I can reach it. Get but if I'm not calves. on my calves, you
0: can't just like jump up quick. and not No, show no, off the I calves. have to
1: show the calf. I know you got to pause. Um, but yeah, you got to train them and I think the biggest misconception there is like they're very easy to skip. So put it into your routine, the end of your workout three to four times a week even if they're sore, you can train your calves. So it's not like every other muscle I'm unless act- you're feeling like it's gonna pull or something don't train that. I'm actually this fle- is not medical advice. this is not from a doctor. I'm are DR, right but now. that's not doctor what?
0: I'm flexing right now. There you go.
1: Um, yeah, no dime this week because these are these are all dimes right
0: here, CV. That's a good dime. The calf dime is my favorite dime. Great <laughs> that, question. I want question. <laughs> more questions like that. <laughs> like, how do I grow my calves? Like, <laughs> you know? That's a good one. Very relatable, huh? How do you even measure? You do a tape? How are we going to measure this? How am I going to measure my growth? Take pictures. Just visual? Honestly, so people think, people can't think get this on I like to take pictures to look at myself, right?
1: Dave. No, okay. think about this. Dave. For me. This is for me. Dave? He likes to take pictures so other people can look at him. Well, but again, this is what people think, and I appreciate the thoughts. It's okay. It's welcome. Give this to me. But for me, I literally go back month to month and I take one picture because I take a picture every day. Every day. We know. Yeah. And I do post it because one, it's it's just accountability for me. You You know, I was in there. No problem. But for me, I actually go back and I look. And I see, like, all right, progress. is there progress? Is there progress? You know, and, and some months there there's not progress, and it looks like some months I'm like, damn, would you lose? So here? what are we working
0: on this year, progress wise? Because I'm going calves this year. Yeah, calves. You're the calves. I mean, what do you I, think
1: I I don't really have. I, I we discussed this a million times. I
0: we do we do discuss it, but I want to hear. Yeah, your answers. no,
1: I mean, I'm not. I don't have any specific fitness goals. What's, in what's mind. your favorite
0: body part that you like?
1: Chest, but I mean, I hit the okay. four hundred. Like, what do you want? No, me? I
0: know, but visually, like, you know, sculpt it up a little bit. What no you abs, thinking? abs. I like that. Okay, I like See, that. That's ah, what abs. I'm talking about. Abs See, and calves. You got to yeah, yeah. CV. You got to dig yep. with this guy because he's you, know, you know Terminator <laughs> calves. <laughs> Terminator. Abs and abs. Calves and abs. We're like a, a that's right. A show. Calves okay. and abs. And then CV. What are we working on this year? Body part. Hands. What do you want? <laughs> Toes, feet, feet, okay. feet work,
1: feet work. I like it. Footwork, feet, feet work. Sometimes
0: it's fun to focus. <laughs> Fuck. Sometimes it's <laughs> it's fun to prioritize something as, like, you know, focusing in one area. Yeah. Sometimes you focus on too much, can't get it all done. Yeah. So even body part, to prioritize the calves in the beginning of the workout to give it a lot of energy, mm-hmm. it's just a good mental thing to, like, get into the routine. No? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know? Like abs. You'll probably start your routine well, now I have a little to. extra. Yes, mm-hmm. now
1: I have to because. Yeah. But but I've noticed, like, I do a lot of exercises without weight, and it gets so
0: easy, and you could literally do 50 crunches and not feel anything. See, that's, you're unique. That's not, that's not a common, I'm here on this podcast, I figured it out, <laughs> to bring you down to, like, the average man, because that's an absurd comment. You're just like, oh, 50 crunches, like, that's an absurd comment. Bro, I, literally, I'll do them right now after we're done here, It's an so insulting you can see. comment.
1: No, but I'm serious, and I know it's in there, like, I feel, I have a hard core. But then when I lift my shirt, it's like, bloop, bloop. Well, you got too much fat. <laughs> bloop, bloop. You know that, right? That's <laughs> yeah, the rule. Exactly. You told me that. You I know, I fat. know. I'm,
0: I know, I know, I know. And I you can't co- target it. Cover it up with the minks. Michael, let them know where to shop, my brother. Do shop.com We're releasing short shorts this year. No, uh, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. We, we're actually going to do calf bands. It's going to be crop tops and <laughs> short shorts. So you can yeah, show your abs. I can show and your my calves.
1: abs and then you show your calves. Yeah. I like that. Uh guys, thank you for submitting these questions. As always, you can put them into our Instagram page at NoSNewsPodcast, or you can send them in to what's our email address? NoSNewsPodcast at gmail All these funky emails that are coming in oh, to join your you know uh platform of influencers, can you stop? Yeah, we're I mean, not influencers. We're not influencers. We just man. do this for fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's absurd though the nonsense that comes in. Um, uh, but yeah, if you have a real business inquiry, reach out. Other Shout than out. that, uh, have a phenomenal week. We're getting close to summertime already. This I is know. Crazy. It's getting me it's nervous. Almost, I got March. work to
0: do. It's March. March Madness. All, all I can say is if these kids start sleeping, everyone's on notice. Daddy's right. going to be tight and right. That's right. And guess who's... I'm daddy. Oh, okay? Oh, I'm just specifying. I'm not true. saying you. No, I go by I go by Zaddy. Zaddy, Zaddy. Zaddy. Yeah, yeah. I think... I'll, I'll save it. <laughs> I'll save go. it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Yeah? Yeah, Little Little Louie, they call me.
1: Why? Little Lou Ferrigno, you're terrible. So best. Lou Ferrigno, if you didn't know, he's a little special, though. And no, he grunts, he's not special. <laughs> and he grunts a That's little bit. He's not like, true. Make, make it
0: hard with that. Had, make it harder. that. He had a <laughs> hearing issue. Not he's <laughs> special.
1: All right, we got to get out of here. Listen, until next time, See, stop snoozing. Get up and get
0: after it. <laughs> Work those cats. And be Luferigno. Yeah, make it hard, Dad. Make it hard. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. No Snooze.